Hello, this is Michael Fanning, and I'm the host of the Windermere Coaching Minute. This is our quick form podcast where we'll talk to Windermere agents who bring creative ideas, power strategies, and successful routines to light. In each episode, we'll talk to real estate professionals to learn what they have done that have allowed them to be better than they were yesterday. Please enjoy our podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. This is Michael Fanning, and welcome to the Windermere Coaching Minute. And this is our podcast where we come up with creative ideas and strategies to help you build a better business and a better life. And normally we interview agents, but today we're lucky enough to have all of, uh, well, not all of our coaches, but three of our coaches within Windermere Coaching together. Uh, Nick Hansen. Hi, Nick. Good morning or good afternoon, whatever yeah. it might be. Yeah, whatever it be. <laughs> Doug Simcock. Hello, everybody. And myself, and um, we were just, uh, we're, we're here actually visiting Nick, and we were having a conversation today about some of the questions that come up with our agents, and we have a lot of people asking, how do I get listings in this marketplace? And so we thought we would kind of brainstorm and we'll bring ideas that we've, we've, we've teach or coach, and then we also bring in ideas that some of our agents have come up with, which have been brilliant. So to lay the landscape, we've got a, a market right now that has high buyer demand. Um, I like to say that rather than low inventory. Uh, we have a fast-paced market where listings are selling quickly, which are causing, I would say, and Nick, you said this, where it's causing some agents to go, well, it's going to sell so quick, so why should I do anything about it? And then we have uh, contingent offers are still difficult in this marketplace. And hopefully we're going to see that change. But right now, um, you know, contingent offers are not typically the offers that are winning. And so we thought we would come up with some ideas. So we're going to cover these areas and just give you a list of them. And we'll put these in the show notes. There's proper reviews, uh, how to leverage your listings and use them to your advantage. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about a listing launch. Open houses are a big deal. Eight by eight. Uh, we'll let Doug talk a little bit about that. Uh, then listing letters, Facebook marketing marketplace, and then buyer financial solutions. So we thought we'd just have kind of a roundtable discussion. So proper reviews, let's start off there. So anybody want to chime in on why proper reviews uh, help us generate listings? Yeah, well, um, right off the bat, I like to think about that as, you know, people would love to receive the gift of knowing how their real estate's performing in today's market. And so when you think of it that way, who, who wouldn't want one, right? So the opportunities uh, are amazing. And, you know, the only thing that I would add, you know, because we've covered that before, Pete, you guys out there know what they are, you're probably doing them. The other thing I would say, if you want to get more listings, if you've automated them to remove your, your personal touch, your live interaction, one of the ways to get more listings is, is to uh, do the real estate review. But if you can get face to face, make it easy for them, drop it off their house, meet up for coffee connect with them, ask them forward conversations, right? Uh, and then give them the gift. And so I guess those are just right off the bat, two, two thoughts, you know, a couple of thoughts that I have is, um, you know, think of it as a gift. Who could you give it to this week? And then don't just automate them so they're flying out. Now they can be effective, but we know that the results go up incredibly when you get face-to-face or voice-to-voice 
and have that human connection. Yeah, I think two, I'll, I'll add two things. Um, in most markets across the country, properties appreciated so much and people are shocked at how much potential equity is in their home. So most uh, agents will do an annual review once a year. And I would encourage you with the amount of appreciation, you could do it more than once a year. Um, in fact, I had a couple that started off in January and said, that's what their month of January is to redo everyone, the most current for everyone in their database. And it generated a lot of listings. Another thought was if you haven't farmed the neighborhood that you live in, uh, you can simply do the once unsolicited CMA for your neighborhood and send it out to everyone as your neighbor. Um, and you might be able to generate some listings out of your neighborhood that way too. Well, and I think uh, that one of the things I'll add to that too is that uh, we had unprecedented appreciation in the United States. And so one of the other things too that I love is that uh, property review is also really beneficial to the home bought owner uh, to make sure that they know that their insurance policy is up to date. Uh, a lot of homes right now because of the appreciation are underinsured. And it's a way for you to table the discussion uh, to say, hey, by the way, this is also a great tool for you to make sure that you are properly insured as we give you this range on where you are. And then the second piece I would add is that I think this gets left off a lot and a lot of people don't do it is they don't put the five magic questions in their property reviews. And because the five magic questions are what allow me to identify potential future business within that client. So the five magic questions, if you're not familiar with them, the first one is what are your long-term plans for this house? The second question is, if you could wave a magic wand live anywhere, where would you live? The third one, and it's still viable today, even though interest rates have gone up, let's face it, they're still low. Uh, with interest rates still hovering in the, in the low, in the areas where they're fairly low, uh, might it be uh, a good advantage for you to do something sooner rather than later? And then the, uh, the, the fourth one is, is real estate part of your wealth plan? And then the very last one, if applicable, what are your dreams for your kids or your grandkids? And I think if you put those in your property view and simply just say, hey, by the way, when I drop this off, there's some fun questions in the back. I would love to know your answers. And you have a discussion. It's amazing what people will tell you and then how you can identify very quickly what their future needs are in the real estate world. And also it, it, it brings up conversations that maybe you hadn't had with them in, in the past. So. Well, and again, that's back to why that live interaction is so important. If you're not getting face to face or voice to voice, you can't have that conversation right? Um, and, uh, and I think, you know, one of the things, you know, to, to, to avoid, I mean, you can, you can have some success again is, is um, avoid simply just mailing them out and avoid making them look too much like a CMA. Uh, that's another thing that we're getting is, is it confuses people. So remember, we're talking about getting listings, right? The purpose for giving a real estate review is to give that gift so they know their equity position, period. I'm not trying to get anything from them. I'm except not, trying to, I'm not trying to solicit a listing. If you make it too much like a CMA and then you sit down and want to go over it with them, a lot of people will say, time out. Wait a second. I'm not selling, I'm my, not house. selling my house. Right. So, so make it a gift. Uh, make it that general overview of the market. Make it face-to-face. Make it about people first. Sure, you're giving them equity. You know, They see their equity position in their house. Now we know that that starts the, the, the wheels ticking. They're, now their mind's thinking about that equity. As a result, it may, in fact, mean that they realize this is a great time to make a change in, the, in their real estate holdings. Uh, you know, move up, move down, move to a different location. Uh, but 
it's it's to give the gift and then the result is is business yep and so for those of you listening uh keep in mind uh present does a great job at helping you build a template to build a property view you want to get those down to where you're able to crank those out in about 10 to 15 minutes they shouldn't take you very long uh and then have those like we said have them in a nice presentable format that you're giving to your client okay let's talk about the next one leveraging your listings so what do we mean by that? Uh, anybody want to jump in? I've got some ideas on that, but when you leverage your listing inventory. Yeah, I'll start with, you know, I think, um, you know, the speed of the market has um, maybe removed some tools that we actually still have as long as you plan ahead of time. Um, so I always say when you have a listing, how can you maximize that to generate an additional listing or two or even the potential buy side? Um, so, um, I think Michael's going to go over some things that you can do, but, um, all these things can happen, but with the speed in the market, they just have to be planned ahead of time. And so when that listing comes up, boom, you have your process and you can do it. So a lot of you, I'm going to guess on here may have said, I used to do these things, but because the market's so fast, I can't, you can, you just have to plan ahead. Yeah, I, I, so my point is that if you have a if you have a listing launch process, which is also the next thing we're going to talk about a little bit here, but um, you know we talk about if you're going to get a listing, there should be a whole week or two weeks prior to you going live with that. But there's certain things that you're doing um, and simple things, and, and a couple of things is whether it's it's going to sell in a day or five days, there still has to be signage. My question to all of you is, what do your signage look like? So if I walk past your house and I'm walking my dog, is there a perma flyer? Is there a QR code to the comparative market analysis that was used to determine the price of the home? Is there a Matterport tour on there? Is there a video on there? Is there a video of you saying, hey, thank you so much for scanning the QR code. My name is Michael Fanning from New Real Estate. I'm so glad that you stopped for a moment to, uh, to, to scan this code and, and show interest in this home. Uh, here's a couple of things that you might not know about this house. I mean, it's amazing what some agents are doing today to expose themselves to the neighbors. And whether you know it or not, here's one thing I want you all to realize, you're being interviewed by the neighbors. And I will tell you that my personal experience, and it's funny, I'll use this thing, I'm not, I'm not judging or just reporting, <laughs> but um, I walk through my neighborhood and I have to tell you, signs go up and, and none of this stuff is done. And it's very, very rare that it happens. But when it does happen, you're like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. It's kind of like the book that Seth Godin wrote, The Purple Cow. He said, if you're traveling down a country road and you look off to the right, there's a bunch of cows in the pasture and they're all brown. You go, hey, look, there's a cow. It looks like the other cow. If one of those cows was purple, you would stop and go, that's remarkable. That's crazy. You would actually stop your car and get out and probably take a picture of that purple cow. So how do you stand out uh, when you have a listing in the neighborhood? Because whether you know it or not, you're being interviewed. So the things that I just mentioned, perma flyers, QR codes, letting them scan something where it takes them to more information, maybe not just about that home, but about the neighborhood, or the amenities or about the services that you provide. Keep in mind that that is a sign for you to have uh, in the neighborhood 24 seven, where people are walking by that all the time with a phone in their hand and scanning codes is a pretty interesting thing to do and, and easy to do. Now we're all familiar with it. Anything else? Doug? Well, yeah. Well, so you're, what you're leveraging is all the neighbor's curiosity, mm -hmm. the right. So what Michael has said, you know, and so, you know, uh, what, what value could there be right now in a just listed card, uh, but not just a just listed, then plan to follow it up with, with a just pending and then a just closed. Um, and if you do open, so that's one that maybe to Nick's point, a lot of agents I'm hearing that, well, I don't do an open house because it's sold by the time the weekend comes around. So we're not doing many opens now. 
Um, but if you were doing an open, uh, it could be an invite to the neighbors to come to the open house one hour in advance of the public. And uh, you could offer them the opportunity to say, you know, would, if you'd like to see how the sale of this home would affect the impact, the value of yours, uh, here's a complimentary property review. Um, and, you know, when it pans, I love this one, Michael says all the time is, you know, if it was multiple offers, the neighbors don't know that unless you tell them. So how cool it would be if you said, hey, by the way, it's pending. There were seven other buyers that want to live here that didn't get the house, yep. right? Um, but so what you're doing is you can leverage that curiosity neighbors have. So you're providing great value for them. But if you, if you follow it up with several of these steps and touches, you, you become, I guess, the purple cow, yeah, right? Because <laughs> nobody's doing that. Yeah, nobody's doing it. And it is, and I would, I would say, and the stats don't lie, but I mean, six to 7% of agents do this stuff effectively. And, yeah. and here's the other thing. Yeah. Some agents do it once in a while, they don't do it consistently, yeah. right? They don't do it consistently. Um, let's talk about listing launch, right? So what does that mean when we say listing launch? Uh, you don't have a second chance to make a first impression. And sometimes listing agents get caught up in the rush of the market and they're like, oh my God, I, I think I could get a sign out here you know, tomorrow. We'll just rush, you know, and they're rushing, rushing, rushing. And, and uh, you know, I still love that idea to go slow in order to go fast. Um, if you get everything in order and you launch that, like Nike would launch a tennis shoe. You know, when they launch a tennis shoe, the swoosh isn't just been stuck on crooked on one side. And then, you know, it, it's, it, you know, it, it, it's, we don't it's, have shoe strings yet. We, don't have shoe strings yet. <laughs> we just wanted everybody to see it, you know, it's coming soon. Um, you know, it's, it's perfect. And uh, one of the things, and we have the studies that show this, when you do a listing launch, when you take time to get all the photos done, uh, you create the video. Uh, even if it's going to be sold in a couple of days, you still create your Matterport. Uh, and and we, the, the science shows listings sell for more money. And even in this market, in less amount of time, there's, you, you generate more offers, which means they sell for more money. And so uh, don't, you know, we see people cutting corners because it's going to sell so quick. So listing launch means getting your photos uh, getting your cards ready to go to the neighborhood of just listed, right? So that can all hit the market and it's sparkling. The home is staged. Um, the videos are there. Remember that right now, even if it's not going to last long, many buyers are also sellers. And if they're looking at this home that you've packaged, uh, they know they want you, they want their home to look like that when it goes on the market, right? So if you keep all the bells and whistles, bring your A game is really what that means and prepare it. So don't go half, half hazard, you know, masked. And you're, you're, you're going to position your seller to win. They'll get more offers, they'll get more money and you will leverage that into more listings just by the way that you present yourself. Well, yeah, what, I, what I was gonna say too is even though most markets today, let's just say the average days on market before it goes under contract is seven days. But if you look at and you go, okay, you know you're gonna have this listing at least a week to 10 days before it goes live. So you have those 10 days. And then by the time it goes under contract to close, you have approximately 21 or 30 days. So if you, the listing launch, you literally have not only, I mean, Doug said about getting home prepped and just prime all that, but let's say you're going to do your three letters, just listed uh, under contract with X number of offers and then close that percentage over. You literally have 40 days 
uh, period of time, but you got to be prepared. That yeah. first, that first uh, new listing, uh, all, you know, that first letter has to go out and then the rest, the rest of them have to be ready to go. You know? Yeah. And, and we're going to talk about that and templating those and, and how you do those. And then the other, the last point to this one is that remember you're being interviewed. You're being watched. You're being watched by the neighbors. You're being watched by people that potentially might think about selling down the road and they're seeing how you package that product. And did you do it well? And when you did it well, it sold faster and it sold for more money. And bottom line, what that means to a potential seller is that this agent is the agent we want to work with because they're going to net us the most in this market. That's what every seller wants. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. I want it to sell quickly and I want it at the most. Yeah, don't be the, like the agent. There's an agent in my market, uh, not in my office. So, you know, when we, uh, you see this all around and his statement is you can, right now I can sell a listing with just a Polaroid picture. <laughs> and pretty much that's all he puts up. There's like a photo of the, and, and one of the ones that was amazing is uh, you could tell with this photo is that he had taken it. He didn't even get out of his car because right. you see the car mirror. Yeah. He did roll down his window, but he, he did a drive by and that was his, that was the only picture on the whole listing. Yeah. Now, did that listing sell? Yeah, it did. But I just can't, you know, the opportunities missed. The money just left on the table. Oh my gosh. That's just insane. Right? Yes. He's yeah. not a top listing agent in our market. Right. right. <laughs> well, Nick, and I think you, you brought up a good, a good point, and we don't have to list names, but you have a client that uh, had somebody uh, that wanted to do it themselves and put it on the market. Yeah. And, yeah. And listed themselves and said, oh, I can do it myself. And yep. then this agent stepped in. What was the difference? Yeah. So it was off market uh, December. They wanted, they were going to sell off market at 850000 um, they decided not to sell off market at 850. And then just this last month, I think it went under contract. It listed with an agent, amazing agent, full service, did the launch, everything, and ended up at one, I think 135. Yeah. So five, over $500,000 more by going with an agent and not selling it off market. Right. Well, and I think what's it, uh, do you believe uh, real estate is a fixed price or a range based on the quality of marketing and negotiation of your real estate agent? I mean, that, that's what we're kind of talking about here. Okay, so another idea is open houses. How do open houses get us listings? Well, you know, the I, I still think the typical agent says, um, I'm going to hold a home open. I hope to find a buyer. Certainly that's what the seller wants. Yeah. And, 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 and obviously, yes, we're going to be prepared to do that. You know, take your buyer packet with you. Take all the information. Um, you know, some agents will have their computer up, right, Michael? And they'll have yeah. their present tool open uh, with the CMA of other things that have sold in this price range. And I love the idea, you know, if you like this home, here's three others you should consider. I mean, whatever the situation may be. But again, I like that idea of leveraging, using an open house to generate more listings. And, uh, and so that could go back to that invitation. And, you know, we talk about a five, five, 10, uh, where what would happen at a minimum, now you could do the whole neighborhood, but at a minimum, if you at least committed to doing five, you know, if you're standing on, on the porch of the home, you're, you just listed, you're going to be holding it open and you, you have the five homes on that, on the same side of the street to your right and look at the five homes to the left. And then the 10 homes directly across the street. So that's what we mean by five, five, 10. What would happen if you actually took time, you may be mailing something in the neighborhood, but you took time to knock on those doors, maybe it's Wednesday or Thursday evening of the weekend you're holding it open, and you have an invitation, and, uh, and you have that dialogue, you know, thanks for coming to the door, I'm Doug with, with Windermere, and as part of the service to our seller, we like to update the neighbors on what we're doing, and we also wanted to invite you to an open house, you know, one hour in advance of uh, the public open, 
and uh, just wanted you to associate, you know, a face with the name on the sign. And um, matter of fact, I've got some information here to show how the, the sale of this property could impact the value of yours. You know, uh, hope to see you this Sunday. And uh, thanks, you know, um, if you have any questions, yeah, if you have any questions, let me know. That kind of, so that's the 5510. Now, how cool it would be is if you, uh, especially those 20, you let them know how the open house went, how many people came, how many groups came through. You let them know when it's pended, some of the steps that we talked before, yeah. uh, and you let them know when it's closed. Now, a lot of states, a lot of areas, you can just, you can let them know the close. Once it's closed, it's public knowledge. You can, I know there's a few states in our, in our network where you can't, it's non-disclosure. But man, tell them what it, what it sold for. Um, and again, if they have it, you could keep up. If they want to know how this sale impacts the value of theirs, offer them a complimentary, uh, you know, market analysis or, you know, property review. And I will tell you, the agents that are doing this, um, one of the things we know is that a lot of neighbors don't like to go to the open houses because they don't, they, they, they feel uncomfortable. They're like, well, I don't want to go over there. You know, it's an open house and we're not really in the market. So when you offer that, uh, that non-advertised 45 minute or an hour time frame. in fact, and, and a couple other things too, is that I know agents that are doing this successfully. You know what they'll do? They'll go to a local, a local coffee shop around that neighborhood and they'll go to that coffee shop and say, hey, just so you know, I'm actually doing a little uh, uh, hour uh, invitation just for these neighbors. And I'd like to just get your coffee and your pastries and I'm gonna have them available there for my neighbors. And they get to talk to that coffee shop owner and they let them know they're having an open house. Then that's what they have just for the neighbors to come in and they offer them up, hey, I got some pastries and some coffee. And what you find is the neighbors are walking in with that uh, one page or that, that unsolicited CMA of the property view in their hand going, hey, we had a question about this. And uh, you start to generate and become the realtor of choice for those particular people in the event that they decide to list uh, with you. Uh, and it really, really works well. But you've got to have this stuff. You've got to set this stuff in advance. In fact, we just taught our open house class that Winnemar teaches. We, I just did it this week. Um, and we give you a full week schedule of the things you need to be doing up until the point of the open house. We give you open house dialogues. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, I got to get better at open houses, that might be a class that you might want to take. I know we're going to offer it up again, uh, but it's a good class to, to, to take as well. I was, I was just going to add to the open houses, you know, across the country right now, open houses, the, the, the amount of traffic is probably record pace. Um, um, the amount of people that are coming in is, is it's crazy. So it's an amazing opportunity to have interaction and show, you know, your level of professionalism. Um, you know, I think often, um, it, it, like Doug said, is the, the realtor goes in as I want to find a buyer, but you know, 50% of the buyers have a home to have to sell. So don't forget about bringing your seller, seller packets or your seller books along with your buyer books. And you hope, bring them all and you hope they're all gone by the time the open house is gone. <laughs> right, right. And that's a great point. In fact, I saw one of the things we do in coaching is that um, you, you know a lot of agents today have their buyer and seller books on their websites. Right. And so what I saw great as an agent, what they do is they have a uh, they have a little uh, placard all set up, ready to go. That just sits on the table. It's a QR code to a buyer book, a QR code to a seller book, a QR code to a, um, a neighborhood news yeah, yeah. subscription and then a QR code to uh, maybe a, a little information about the agent. And then what happens is they say, oh, by the way, when you walk into the open house, say, by the way, if, if you need any information on learning more about the, what's going on in, in selling your home, what's going on in buying your home. My uh, information, my booklets are there that are really, really in-depth and help you understand yep. that. And what happens is people will scan them and, and they'll scan a buyer book and say, oh, are you thinking about buying? Well, actually we are. And, and you know, and this is great. And I've also had, and I will say this, 
I've had agents that have, are buyers that have come into an open house that had, they said they had an agent, they hadn't signed a buyer's agreement, but they just kind of, and it was a family member. And then they see this agent at this house and they see this buyer book and they're like, this agent is amazing. And they will come up to him and say, you know what? I got to tell you, we had somebody, but um, we, you're impressive. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, and, we, and you know what? I, could we work with you? I'm happy to. So awesome. Well, and, and I think in that open house, you set the mindset that every open house, I want at least one appointment with someone who wants a valuation on their home. Yes. They're needing to sell in order to buy. And my mom was so great at this. So she was a, a top listing agent. She would carry 35 to 40 listings uh, at any given time. Now, that, think about doing that today, right? Now, I don't, that, this is an interesting market, but, but that's what she did throughout her career. But she would be at an open house and she would just, you know, have this natural, hey, what brings you guys out looking at homes today? Um, how long have you been looking? You know, when, when are you hoping to be in your new home? Um, are you needing to sell a home or, or are you ready to go? And people, oh, no, well, we need to sell. And if they needed to sell, then she would just, she would say, hey, uh, when was the last time you had an appraisal or a home evaluation done for you? Like, oh, we haven't done that yet. And then she did that magic. Hey, would it be helpful if, yes, as part of my, I'm offering for people that come today, a complimentary home evaluation will be helpful. If I stopped by after the open, took a look at your home, I'd be happy to prepare that for you. And again, the key words, complimentary, never use free. Michael's you've heard Michael talk about that. It, we don't do free anything, which implies there's no value because it's free. <laughs> It's, it's complimentary, right? And, and I, I'd be happy to prepare it for you. So um, she would try to get one at a minimum. Often she'd get one or two appointments following up from the open house, meeting people who came to give them a complimentary evaluation. Often that led to her becoming their agent of choice for yes. listing. That's well, what it led to. And this is a great point too. The other thing too is that we want to, when people are coming to the open house, I want to get them to sign in. I want to get them to, so there's tools like Spacio, Open House Pro, um, you know, having your laptop there. Doug said a great thing. You know, I know some agents will bring in a monitor and connect up their CMA and they'll have the location map on the screen and people walk in and go, what's that? Oh, those are all the other homes that are around here. The green ones are available. The yellow ones are uh, under contract. The red ones have closed. If you want any of that information, let me know. But that, uh, by the way, that report that you're looking at on the screen is on that QR code scan that you can take it with you. It's just amazing what you do and how you show up and what happens from that. Okay, uh, so open houses obviously are great, a great item. Uh, take advantage of our open house class that we teach. Okay, next, eight by eight. What's, what's eight by eight? Okay, so if you guys remember, uh, if you've been through Ninja, it's just a, Larry, a story Larry tells. But the, the summary is this. It's eight touches in eight weeks. And, uh, and this can be a great way to generate listings. Now, when, you know, agents have used these for a variety of, of, of in a variety of ways, um, if you're new to real estate, an eight by eight way is to rebrand you in the minds of your people that now you do real estate. If you're new to a new company, you've been in real estate, but now you're, for example, with Windermere, you can do an eight by eight. So everybody knows now you're at Windermere. Uh, we used to use them for expired listings, right? When we had that kind of market. But right now, a great place to start is how about the neighborhood you live in? Yep. Like Michael mentioned, the neighborhood he lives in, you walk. So if you took the neighborhood you lived in and think about what are eight touches, value added, non-selling, that would be interesting to your neighbors 
that would allow you to make a connection with them where you, where you could do eight touches in eight weeks. And, and the science behind that is we found that it, when you, you know, a lot of times people will, will get excited, they'll do a, a farming idea and they, it's a one and one and done. And they don't, you know, but it, but what the study that Larry showed and it was, um, uh, what was the Hobbs and, Hobbs and Herder did it down in Southern California, a neighborhood of like 400 homes. But what they found is that you can, you can get space in somebody's head in a series of eight days. And eight weeks. and uh, eight weeks. I'm sorry. Yeah, eight, eight days spread over eight weeks. Yeah, uh, one one touch a week for eight weeks. And so, what would be valuable? So it could be, uh, you know, you you have some sort of uh, uh, meetup, and maybe it's a pot buy. It's a handwritten note. Then it's a report on here's here's what maybe it's a community college. You live in the villages of Garrison Creek. Here is the here is uh, what's happened in the last six months in the villages of Garrison Creek. Neighbors will love that. A touch could be here's community upcoming community events. Just want to make sure you had them on your calendar. Then your then maybe your your newsletter, your monthly newsletter your, goes out. Right, you guys, you there's no you know the the main thing is that you're consistent and it and it answers the question: Is this useful? Did it inform? Was it valuable? So this isn't. Do you need to sell your home or know somebody who does? Right. That's not, that's not the that would not work. Well, uh, and, let's, and let's think for a second about the, 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 the tools that all of you have that are listening with Windermere that are available to you. So we're one of the only companies that has an autonomous. So you've got Mondays with Matthew. And a lot of people say, well, that's a video. How do I turn that into a, a mail piece? Well, you QR code his video. And that goes on a piece that goes out that says, by the way, we have an economist. You might want to hear what he just said about cryptocurrency and how it impacts real estate. He just did one on that. People going, that's it. That's interesting. I want to watch that. So they scan with their phone and they watch this video. Then he has the Matthew Gardner report, the quarterly review that can go out. You can send that out. Uh, you can use uh, items from Keeping Current Matters from Steve Harney. Phenomenal uh, uh, pieces of information that, that they write every single week that you could turn into a eight by eight. You can use the, the really great homeowner tips. Uh, we're coming up on tax season right now, right? I mean, Think about, think about the things that people need to know about uh, how many people understand the power of a 1031 exchange and what that is. I mean, there's all kinds of things that we don't even think about that we can put into an eight by eight campaign to educate our clients so that we become the trusted source for real estate. Yeah. And, and that, what the, those series of touches could lead through a lot of times, maybe week seven is some sort of face to face or voice to voice. That could be your touch for the week seven, you're building to that. Um, and then week eight could be the delivery of something of value and that could be their a real estate review for their specific home right i, right? I had an agent that did an eight by eight and their their final their final touch was a popeye and it was uh it was a, a bottle of a sparkling cider and a bottle of wine together because they you know you don't want to assume everybody drinks alcohol <laughs> and but it just said and it had a tag on it just said i'm not i'm not just your neighbor but i'm also a realtor and i hope you found my information helpful and it was just a simple pop by say, this is my gift to you. And they finished that way. And so, uh, and, and they, by the way, if you combine those ingredients, you end up with the spritz. <laughs> <laughs> That's the value right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We have just three more on here. That we're going to wrap up. So uh, we kind of touched on this earlier, but we're going to come back to it. listing letters. And so a lot of people say, well, what is that? And here's the one thing that I will say. I don't know about you, but when I get home at the end of the day and I open up my mail and I have a postcard or I have a letter written to me, which one do you think has more importance, right? The, the, the one personal that, one. The, yeah, personal, the one, personal one. The personal one. And right. so uh, I coach a gentleman. He started doing this in his, on his listing. So he does a three-letter three system. So when he gets the, when he's going to have the open house, there's a letter that goes out to the neighbors that's in an envelope that's addressed to each neighbor. 
about having an open house, simply just to say, we'll let you know we're having an open house. Uh, there's going to be heavier traffic on Sunday. Also, too, uh, you're invited to the first 45 minutes, and so he does a letter. Then the next letter is, like Nick said, he does a letter once it goes under contract and says, hey, by the way, just want to let you know this home is now under contract. What's amazing is home is under contract in five days. And we also had 15 offers, which means there's still 14 buyers still interested in this neighborhood. Uh, and then the final letter, when it closes, it goes out and it says, we want to let you know this home closed. Uh, the great news is this home closed at 117 uh, percent to value, which means that this seller netted X dollars over asking price. And what's amazing is those letters that he sends out, people get those and like, we got to use him. This is amazing. Right. And he's generating listings from his listings in the neighborhoods because he wants to be the realtor of choice in that neighborhood. And this is one of the ways he's doing it. You know, I'll say another another. Uh, and this this actually works. I have two clients that did this in the last six months is they had a very specific area that the buyer wanted to buy in. And inventory, obviously, inventory is lower or very rarely comes up in these areas. And so legitimately, they had buyers for the area, but they, they wrote a letter that said, you know, I have a buyer or buyers and it generated a call. Um, and in both cases, it generated listings because the, the call did not meet exactly what the buyer wanted. Um, but, uh, you know, to stir up additional listings is send a letter that says I have a legit buyer and right. uh, this is the area they, they're interested in. If you're interested in selling, give me a call. Absolutely. So, yeah. I mean, when, there's, when, there, when you look at a neighborhood and there's just nothing on the market, and you have a buyer that's really that's a power buyer, absolutely. You write a letter say, hey, just want to let everybody know. I mean, we have somebody who really would love to live here. And uh, if, if you've all been thinking about it, yep. you know, let us know. Um, okay, so the next one, uh, Facebook marketing. Uh, this is something that Nick, and this isn't in every market. And I, one thing I want to let you know is, you know, Nick's sitting here with us today, and he's coached, I mean, all over the United States. And so when we look at all these different areas, this came up in one of his coaching calls. Nick, tell us about yeah, that. Yeah, this, this just came up uh, in the last two weeks. Uh, two of my clients um, have gone into Facebook Marketplace and they found basically it's for sale. It's an area for, for sale by owners. And uh, so they have uh, every day they look at Facebook Marketplace and areas that they want to work and they'll, they'll, they'll pull out their for sale by owner process and uh, give them a call, try to get them face-to-face -face as, as, as quickly as possible. And then um, it's ended up with some, some great um, listings. Uh, one, of the, uh, one of the examples was uh, um, they went out, the, the seller wanted 600,000. They weren't really up on the market. The agent was able to list the property and they ended up over 700,000 yet they wanted 600,000, but with a full service agent and the marketing, so their net was you know, significantly higher. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But well, again, it may not be in your market, but for some of you that are out there, uh, you may want to take a look at a Facebook marketplace. Uh, and then the last one we have is buyer's financial solutions. And I think one of the biggest challenges we have today because of the, uh, because of the inventory being where it is, we have people that say, well, I'd sell my house, right? But uh, I, I, I can't, I don't know, I don't know where I'm going to go. And so, so what they do is, this, so then they're waiting and waiting and waiting. And so when we say buyer financial solutions, and I know that there's uh, companies within Windermere today that are now providing these types of services. And Nick, you talked a little bit about it, uh, of where financially we're having institutions that are coming in and able to make those, uh, those, those buyers be cash buyers 
right? Or they're or they or they're they're funding them on their on their listing or buying their listing and then in order for them to move forward and then selling it after the fact. Talk to me yeah. a little bit about that. Yeah, so so a lot of a lot of times uh, we have inventory out there, but it's locked up because our buyer has to they you know they have to sell in order to buy. So if we can solve that problem for them, there are local banks out there. There's there's lenders out there that have. Uh, yes, there's a cost to it, but it allows your buyer to, to write non-contingent. Um, that So just be aware of potential tools in your market that allows that buyer to buy non-contingent or uh, rather than a finance offer, a cash offer. Yeah, let's start with the one that's right under your nose is uh, you can go to the work site, the Windermere Bridge loan. Uh, fantastic. You know, sellers have more equity. We were talking about that already today, then they're sitting on more equity than they ever have. So there's two great listing tools that, that you can get right through Windermere. Um, and uh, the, uh, it's a resource for Windermere agents to help you get listings. There's the Windermere Bridge. Now, yeah, they have to have equity in their home. Well, guess what? People have it. Uh, it's designed specifically to pull that equity out, be a non-cell phone contingent buyer. Uh, then it, it closes. And here's an advantage to your client is instead of them paying for an appraisal, it's done relying on your CMA, right? So it's a, it's a streamlined process. Uh, so at least check that out. doesn't work for everybody, but I think it's an awesome tool. The other one is Windermere Ready. Mm-hmm. And that's a great listing that's tool right now. That means right. you've got a listing. And as you walk through that property, you know, there's some things the seller needs to address to get top dollar. They might need to freshen up some paint, redo some flooring, whatever it is. They can do a Windermere Ready loan to quickly access equity in the home up to $50,000 to make a repair. It's streamlined, um, uh, very reasonably priced in terms of uh, the loan uh, fee, uh, but then it's paid at closing. The loan's paid off, but it doesn't. The, the seller doesn't have to use cash now. A lot of times they're making plans to move, and and so to easily you know tap equity and have the cash to do the repair so that you can help sell that home at the top of the range is so those are two great tools right now you guys uh in addition to any local like nick suggested get to know your local banks uh there's some could be some really great things happening in your marketplace but windermere bridge is i know it's oregon washington is it in most of our networks see, but check it, it out it's on the works i will tell you and then windermere ready yeah windermere ready and then the other one too is just tap into your lender i know you know we have within the windermere world we have penrith you know, they do a lot of, uh, of, of, they have a lot of um, tools and services and resources there. Also, if you have other lenders, check with your lenders. I know that I coach an agent as a lender. Uh, she's down in the Tacoma market uh, that has some really great buyer financial solutions as well. That She was able to help a buyer, uh, help a seller get his home on the market and then buy non-contingent because of the programs that were available. So again, just check those out. Um, so those are the ideas. So again, real quick, property views, le- leverage your listings, listing launch, open houses, eight by eight, listing letters, Facebook mar- uh, marketplace, and then buyer financial solutions. And I'll put some uh, resources in the show notes for all of you to have access to some of the stuff that we just talked about. If you think, our, if you like the stuff that we're doing, and you have specific questions, you can reach out to any of us. I'm Fanning at Windermere.com. Doug is D Simcock at Windermere.com. And Nick uh, Hanson, H-A-N-S-E-N-R-E Coaching at Gmail.com. At Gmail.com, and I'll put those in the show notes as well. <clears throat> and then, if you like what we're doing, please share this out. Uh, we really appreciate it. And the last but not least. 
you know, we're sitting here and we're all coaches and we coach real estate agents. And uh, much of this stuff that we talk about, we cover in coaching. So if you've listened to this podcast, like, well, how am I just going to stay on track to make this happen? Coaching might be something that you want to look into. And you can do that by going to winningyourcoaching.com. There's a lot of different uh, resources there and options for you when it comes to getting a coach. Uh, I highly recommend having a coach. I get coached. Uh, and so I think it's a good idea. Anything you guys want to add? <clears throat> the only thing I'd say is a, is a takeaway uh, is a lot of these set you up to do this is you want to get more listings, uh, get face to face, have more live connections with people using any of the number of the tools, just pick one or two, whatever that we covered today, get face to face, have more live interactions with people and your business will increase. You'll get more listings. Yeah. I'll, I'll add to this is that the interesting thing is the average agent in this country right now has a scarcity mindset because, you know, lack of inventory, all these different reasons. And there's an opportunity to have an abundant mindset uh, because I don't care what market you're in. There's going to be listings. There's going to be buyers going under contract. There's going to be a lot of real estate done in this country over the next several months. And, and so uh, make sure you wake up in the morning with an abundant mindset because there's plenty of business to be had. Absolutely. I, I will. I will. Uh... I'll say, I'll, I'll piggyback on that. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Hey, as we always end these, uh, make it a great day. Be awesome. Help somebody. And thank you for listening. Well, we want to thank you for listening to our Windermere Coaching Minute. We hope you found this content helpful. If you did, please feel free to share it and give us a rating. And we'll always end our podcast by saying, be awesome and help somebody and make it a great day.